Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. I rebuke that. Words can build you up. Words can break you down. Start a fire in your heart or put it out. Let my words be life. Let my words be truth. Those are some of the lines in a song by Hawk Nelson, a Christian rock group from their song Words. Words truly can build us up or break us down. The words we use on ourselves especially can create the world we live in. At times, I've said to myself, I can't do this. I'm overweight, I do not have a good memory for names, or I'm nervous, or I am tired. I can also have times where I've said, I'm joyful, I'm beautiful, I am the light of the world. All these experiences create our lives because we said it. Words build us up, or words can break us down. Before we get Deep in this talk, I would like to define some terms. In the Unity Church, which is a branch of New Thought philosophy, we have a teaching called the Twelve Spiritual Powers of Man. This teaching was brought forth by Unity's co-founder, Charles Fillmore. One of the powers is the power of power. Power is the power behind the spoken word. It is often said there is power in words and we have that power. It first is internal as an idea and we express that idea by the words said. The other term I want to discuss is consciousness. My definition is the filter that the human mind is to make sense of what comes from the divine mind or the infinite mind. All the ideas that are generated come from this vast pool of the divine mind. All the billions of possibilities. We can access it. An idea comes, and then it is our choice to express it. Now let's take an example of how our ideas and thoughts create our experience. Recently, I listened to a Super Soul podcast, and Oprah Winfrey's guest was Bishop T.D. Jakes. In this podcast, a 56-year-old woman started to tell her story, and this is what I heard. I am old, she said. I am unemployed, she said. I am not needed, she said. And because I am old, a woman, I have no opportunities. The bishop made this observation. He said, this is your narrative. You created this. I rebuke that. 
Rebuke means to have a stern disapproval of. But I wasn't crazy about that definition, so I went into the thesaurus and found the word refusal. What the bishop was saying is, I refuse to believe in this narrative. I rebuke that. Words have power. This became her consciousness. She used her human consciousness because she built a story that became her life. By her using these words, she was affirming the very things she did not want in her life. She created a prayer, a narrative. She was using the spiritual law to her detriment. The law of attraction, which says thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. She attracted unemployment and no opportunities because she kept on affirming it. Let's realize this. Create the environment and create the effect. This is cause and effect. The cause are the words, the beliefs, and the thoughts. Away with a denial and then affirm something new. Words can easily create a narrative in our lives and all too soon a storm comes and we create a negative narrative. However, we don't have to fall into this trap. We can make our words be life. We can make our words be truth instead of this negative narrative. It brings me to a gospel story, which is in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 39. And I'll summarize and read verse 39. Jesus is on a boat resting after preaching. A great storm comes and the boat is rocking and on the verge of sinking. And the disciples are frightened and alarmed and summon Jesus. And in verse 39, it says, He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. Let's interpret this metaphysically. What that means is we dive into the inner truth of the message and how we can apply it to our lives. The storm represents all the emotions, thoughts, and words in our lives that shake us up. Like the disciples, we can panic and get upset, or we can change the narrative and go within and summon peace like Jesus did. Jesus was teaching us here. We have within us a power. Just as we can use words of panic, we can use words of peace. Peace be still, he said, and the storm passes. The storm does not have to overtake us, and Jesus demonstrated that to us because he affirmed peace. The storms in our lives start with words, thoughts, and beliefs. They create our life experience. In my own experience, I've allowed others' beliefs to become my beliefs by buying into the words of others. As a young person, we are taught by our elders, and I believe most parents or important people in our lives are well-intentioned. As a young, impressionable children, we take on these beliefs, and I believe as we get older, some of the storms in our lives is shedding the beliefs we were raised on and creating new beliefs that work for us. I have a saying, 
we learn the first 20 years of life and then we try to unlearn what we learn in the next 60 years. When I was young, I was raised Roman Catholic and was taught being gay was immoral. As I became a young adult and realized I was gay, I was conflicted. It became a storm. For my own sanity, I had to change my belief and change my thoughts. I had the idea that God did not love me. So for a time, I stepped away from organized religion. I started to develop a new belief system. I still believed in God, but I put God aside for a while. Now, in truth, God is always around. There's not a place where God is not. However, I had to change my belief system. I first had to change the belief system. I was immoral and corrupt, and I had to change that narrative. I had to rebuke that belief. But how? The answer came to me in music. The artist that inspired me the most in my coming out days was Diana Ross. Way before I even accepted I was gay, I had an affinity to Diana Ross's music. I remember it was 1984 when I bought my first CD player from Radio Shack. I truly loved that CD player. And my first two CDs that I bought were Diana Ross's Greatest Hits and Madonna's Like a Virgin. If that did not tell you I was gay, nothing else would. But the point I want to make was Diana's music was like an affirmative prayer to me. me. Lyrics like, or play it safe for a while, that was easy. I've given up to the truth for those I've tried to please. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? It's time for me to break out of my shell. I have to shout, I'm coming out. Now sing that over and over again and tell me those are not prayers or treatments for your soul in your struggle for authenticity. How they can shape your thoughts and reshape your beliefs. Those words had power and something as mundane as that can transform your life. It did mine. I must have listened to that CD eight straight years And it allowed me to come out to myself and then to others. It treated my mind with what needed a recalibration so I could then seek the God of my understanding. It is the words I used over and over again through these songs that brought me through the storm of coming out. As we see, the examples I gave, words can bring us up or bring us down. So what tools can we use as we go through the storms in life, the tools in our toolbox? I suggest we use affirmations and denials and the power of power and the beat system. Words can start us believing that are not in our best interest. And all too quickly, you can have created a belief system Because your words are powerful. We can start getting emotional and we can cop an attitude. All too soon, our thoughts become polluted, like the woman in the Super Soul episode. We have created a life experience we would not choose on our worst enemy. Now, the reverse is true. You can have words that uplift you, which can elevate your emotions and uplifting thoughts 
that bring us to the right attitude, your choice. And if we are using words that create a belief system, how can we check it? Jackie Woodside, who is a New Thought author, introduced me to this acronym BEAT, Belief, Emotions, Attitude, and Thoughts. We can use BEAT as a way to check what is happening in our consciousness. Because what I just described is your consciousness. As we think, as we believe, what attitudes and emotions we have is the state of consciousness we are in. The problem is many of us, including me, are not conscious of our consciousness. We go around in our lives full steam ahead and not stopping to say, how's my consciousness right now? Can I change my thought? Can I change my attitude or emotion? So let's go back to the 56-year-old woman using the beat tool. Her belief is, I'm a victim of circumstances. I'm too old, and I have no opportunities. This is her belief. Emotion, she put on sadness and depression. Attitude, I would say an attitude of hopelessness. This is a hopeless situation. And thought, I am old. I am not needed. Now let's see how we can change that. Belief, I'm a child of God, and I have abundant opportunities. Christ consciousness, not victim consciousness. Emotion, I'm joyful. Attitude, faithful knowing. Thought, all will be provided to me in the right and perfect time. It brings me to another example of how we can see things as we master our thoughts. Recently, a fellow minister shared this story. He was at a conference and one of his colleagues said to the 20 gathered, let's go to dinner and have steak and lobster and the meal's on me. They went to the restaurant and the manager said, I'm sorry, the kitchen is closing. The man said, well, I have a party of 20 and we are ordering steak and lobster. Well, the manager was like, okay, I'll keep the kitchen open. The waitress, who was not too happy, copped an attitude. The man spoke to one of his guests and said, I'm not allowing her attitude to ruin my night with all this wonderful company. She's miserable, and I do not have to be. In fact, I will tip her big. How many of us, including me, would cop an attitude right back? We have the power. We have the power of our words. We have the power of our thought and our emotion emotions. We can change our attitude in a second if we choose or choose not. Our choice. So in summary, what is in our toolbox? Our toolbox includes denials and affirmations, affirmative prayer, the realization of power of power and the beat system. See, it's no good just to pose a problem and have no solution. The work in new thought is just that. Have a new thought. And as I said before, how many times we go around with no awareness of what we are doing? Many times we are unconscious. Well, we can realize what we are doing, and that's half the battle. And then make a course correction. Our toolbox is there for us. As soon as a thought or an idea comes that is not to your liking, I rebuke that. Or say, I refuse to believe I'm too old. I refuse to believe I have no opportunities. These are strong denials. Now affirm something. I am powerful. 
the right and perfect opportunities coming my way, and I am powerful. I see the solution right here, right now. Realize you have the power and choose your words carefully. If a word comes out that is not to your highest good, say cancel. Replace the word. Remember, words are powerful. And just as you said a word, you can replace it. And lastly, use the beat system. If you're in a funk, ask yourself, what consciousness am I in? Am I in the Christ consciousness where I realize there is no separation between the divine and my humanness? Or am I in a victim consciousness? And then ask, what is my belief around this? What emotion am I feeling? What is my attitude? What are my thoughts? So remember, words can build you up. Words can break you down. Start a fire in your heart or put it out. Let my words be life. Let my words be truth. And when the words break you down, remember to say, I rebuke that. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. To find out more about us or to donate via Zelle or PayPal, you can use our email address, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-T-Y-O-F-W-E-S-T C-H-E-S-T-E-R at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook or meet up at the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. Have an enlightened day.